Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Gyanvir has a really exciting question for us. Is it possible for our galaxy to collide with another galaxy? All right. So we think, yes. In fact, we know which galaxy we think is going to collide with us, the Milky Way. Now, it won't be for a long time, but let's talk about what galaxies are and why we think this is the case. So galaxies are huge collections of lots and lots of stars and clouds of gas and dust and planets and black holes, all orbiting together, all held together by gravity. That force, yes, that same force that's holding you to the Earth right now, that's what's holding galaxies together. Now, when we say huge collections, a galaxy like ours we measure in how many stars it has. And it has somewhere in the realm of 250 billion stars. And each of those stars probably has hosts of planets. There's more brown dwarfs than there are stars. There's lots and lots of stuff. Now, from a distance, when we see galaxies, not our own galaxy, but when we look out and we see other galaxies from Earth at night, we're looking at galaxies that are really, really far away. So they just look like smudges to us. Now, when we look at them with a telescope, we start to see that they have shapes to them. All of those stars, which are the thing that we see the most of, we see some dust as well, but we mostly see the stars because they're the things giving the light off. And then the dust is going to absorb some of that light. And you get these beautiful kinds of reds and purples from that. And the stars are often giving off blues. If they're young stars, maybe some redder ones if they're older. But when we look at them through a telescope, we start to see shapes. And there's different kinds of shapes that galaxies can make. So all the stars together, they can make a spiral shape. So sort of like a plate or a big disc. And it's all whirling around, sort of like the drain in, say, your bathtub. But instead of draining down, it's all sort of flat. That's the kind of galaxy that we live in, the Milky Way. It's a spiral galaxy. Lots and lots of galaxies are also what we call elliptical galaxies. So an ellipse is just an oval or kind of circle. It's a ball shape. So these galaxies, instead of being more or less flat like ours, they're just shaped like balls. And some of them are very, very round and others are stretched out and they're more like, I don't know, like an American football kind of shape. Some of them are even as stretched out as that they look a little bit more like hot dogs than they do like balls, right? Now, our third shape of galaxies that we tend to see, or the third category, we call irregular because they don't have a regular shape. They're kind of lumpy, or maybe they're getting tugged on by another galaxy. So the tides, the gravity from that other galaxy is pulling on it, and some of the stars are getting out of place. They're getting they're, that whole shape is getting distorted. Now, another reason that we have irregular galaxies is when galaxies merge with each other. 
Now, we often use the word collide, and that makes it sound like it's going to be this big explosion with lots of stars crashing into each other. But the thing is, galaxies are almost completely empty space. So yes, there are billions of stars and billions of planets and black holes and all of those things in a galaxy. But there's huge amounts of space between each of those. If you think about where we are in our galaxy, the closest star to the sun, okay, the closest one to us that we know of is over four light years away. That's over 40 trillion kilometers. It's a huge distance. Now, when you look at that from really, really far away, it all kind of blurs, the light blurs into one big object. But when you're in the middle of it, the lights really spread out. Stars are really far apart from each other. So when galaxies are merging, most of the time, it's just they're merging the empty space together. Those stars are very rarely going to actually hit each other. Now, galaxies are extremely big, so there probably are a few that that does happen with. And there will be clouds of gas and dust that get compressed. And when those get compressed, then they start to make new stars. So when galaxies merge, we tend to see lots of new star birth. So stars turning on for the first time. So we have lots of examples of this. When we look out from Earth, we can use our telescopes. There are thousands and thousands of other galaxies out there. And some of them are merging with each other. We see lots of galaxies grouped, clustered together. We're part of some galaxy groups as well. So us, we're part of the Milky Way. Now, when we see the Milky Way from Earth, we look up into the sky, we're inside of it. So it's actually, it doesn't look like a little fuzzy smudge in the sky, distant, far away. We actually see it as this strip of fuzzy, dense, there's way more stars. The Greeks thought it looked like somebody spilt milk across the sky. That's where it gets the name from, that it's the Milky Way. So it's this stretch of stars from one horizon to the other horizon. And again, that's just because we're inside of it. So imagine being an ant and you stand on a plate. You wouldn't see the whole circle, right? You would see just the, the plate like this flat plane that you are on. That's how we see the Milky Way. All of the stars that you can see on a dark night, the darkest of nights, way out away from any light pollution, all of those stars are actually part of the Milky Way. Now, if you happen to live in the Northern Hemisphere, or if you're equatorial as well, and you look up into the sky somewhere dark, you may be able to see Andromeda Galaxy. This is one of the galaxies that's close to the Milky Way. And if you live in the Southern Hemisphere, there are some galaxies that you can see from the Southern Hemisphere as well, particularly the large and small Magellanic Clouds which are amazing. They look like little drops. Somebody took a handful of the Milky Way and stuck them in the sky. But Andromeda galaxy kind of looks like, it just looks like a little bit of a fuzzy star until you look with a telescope and then you see, oh wow, it has that spiral structure. But Andromeda is actually the most distant object that can be seen with the human eye, with the unaided or naked human eye, without using a telescope. And it's about 2.5 million light years away. 
which means that when you look at it and see it as that fuzzy little patch in the night sky, that light has been traveling for two and a half million years to go to you to get and go right into your eyeballs. Now, Andromeda, we think, is actually falling towards the Milky Way, and the Milky Way is falling towards Andromeda. And in the range of about 4 billion years from now, that's quite a long time from now, the two galaxies are probably going to merge together. Now, right now, they're both spiral galaxies, but they'll probably merge and become an irregular galaxy, and eventually, far into the future, our stars might settle into these more elliptical orbits, and we might turn into an elliptical galaxy. And so again, we see examples of this, of other galaxies in the stage of doing this. But no human can watch the whole process, because that process takes millions of years to happen, and we don't get to be around for millions of years. So we can see snapshots of, oh, this galaxy and that galaxy, they've just started merging. And these two, they have already almost completely merged. So we can tell that Andromeda is moving towards us, and we're moving towards Andromeda. This is one of the things that Edwin Hubble, who the Hubble Space Telescope is named after, almost about a hundred years ago at this point, is very famous for studying and for discovering, figuring out that galaxies are actually really far away. So about a hundred years ago, we weren't sure whether those fuzzy things we saw in the sky were in our own galaxy and there just wasn't anything else beyond our galaxy, if our galaxy was just all that the universe was, or whether there were more and more and more galaxies. And now we know that there's more and more and more. And recently we just talked about the observable universe. And so there are hundreds of billions of galaxies in the observable universe that we can actually see. And who knows how many else are out beyond that. So to come back to this awesome question, we think that yes, we probably will merge. When that happens, it is very unlikely that the sun will have any sort of contact with another star, right? It's not, we're not really worried about that. That's really far in the future. Earth and the solar system will be very different places by the time that happens. And eventually the two black holes so the black hole in Andromeda and the black hole in the Milky Way may actually come together and merge and make an even bigger, more massive black hole at the center of the galaxy with all of those things orbiting around the center of the galaxy where the even more massive black hole will reside. Okay, friends, thank you. This was another great topic. And I know some of you are waiting very patiently for your questions. We have a good list of questions. And for those of you who would like to ask anything, any topics that you would like, please have your folks send them into the email in the description. Thanks for hanging out and learning about science and space together. And as always, my friends, I hope that you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.